Hi, I'm Shika. Hi, I'm Emily. And this is the Shika and Emily show. Okay. Daylight savings time. Take it or leave it. Um, so I used to not have an opinion about it. Um, it, it didn't really matter to me. In college, I loved when we would fall back because mm-hmm. that was like an extra hour to like party or hang out with friends. Um, go to sleep. I mean, I would have sucked go to sleep it would suck to be a bartender i think i would hate it Mm, but Um, like more money though exactly like more tips more money um as a 21 year old i thought it was awesome but i got to get an extra hour at the bar um and then after that it didn't really matter to me i thought it was cool like extra time like sun time um it would get dark like spring four no fall back it was when it would get dark Mm -hmm. um and so that was kind of weird. But again, like I'm inside most of the time. The sun yeah. doesn't really like <laughs> affect me. But now as a mother, I have to like plan ahead of like trying to get my baby to not be affected by it. Mm-hmm. And so he was still pretty young whenever we had to fall back. And so he just kind of went with the flow. It didn't really affect us very much. But I'm really nervous about the spring forward Mm -hmm. and so I've been having to all week plan for it and I think I'm doing it right by pushing his bedtime back right now so that it'll be back to being on time yeah next week so hopefully he doesn't like bite me in the butt because if he starts wanting to go to sleep at 9 30 I don't know what Mm. I'll do (laughs) so hopefully um on Sunday and on Monday when it comes time to be 7.30, he'll want to go to sleep. But I'm also worried about him waking up early because he already wakes up kind of early. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, pray for me. I will. If that's what you do or send some vibes. <laughs> and he has, you have blackout curtains in his room, right? We do, yes. Because I'm, I'm thinking like, oh no, what if the sunlight wakes him up? But hopefully not. Yeah, I got to double check because whenever we had those ladies clean they kind of like mess with it mm-hmm. and so i need to do a check tomorrow yeah. while he's awake to kind of fix it but yeah so today was a practice day of putting him to bed sooner uh, we've been we've been pushing it back all week but today was like hardcore eight thirty cut off so we kind of been pushing it back like 15 minutes 20 minutes um but today was the full hour pushback mm. Um, and so what about you? I'm, I, I don't have a, um, a, a baby's sleep schedule to work around, <laughs> which is nice. I mean, cause honestly, even like hearing you talk about it, it's getting me even more confused about what time it's going to be. So I, I'm <laughs> going to pray for you double time. Um, cause yeah, that just sounds like oof, a lot. And honestly, like I always forget whenever it's spring forward time, um, like you mentioned, being 21 and at the bars, like whenever I would be out drinking on like a fall back night, I would not realize it sometimes. And then whenever like I know it's almost because I had a bad habit of like closing down bars. So whenever it was like almost two o'clock, 2 a.m., um, I would kind of get you know excited to leave and then like the bar wouldn't close and it would be (laughs) it would be really trippy because I wouldn't know what was going on immediately but then I figured it out and I'm like dang I really wish it was like the real 2 a.m because I could go home but I could have just gone home anyway 
Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But yeah, falling back is always really nice because like having that extra hour or whatever. But the thing about it is, is it, it sounds nice in theory, but then after like two days, like it just kind of wears off. Yeah. Um, but like the spring forward eats my lunch every single year. I'm so bad at it. And like, I'm grateful that it happens on like the Sunday morning. So then like, ideally you can kind of just like get used to it then or you can like nap more or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But frankly, I always kind of forget. So you may be glad that you live in the era where your phone will just automatically update. Honestly, (laughs) you are correct. You are very correct. So my car has been dead for a couple months now. Just like the battery (laughs) is dead. It's it's a hybrid or whatever and like the cold weather yada 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 like nothing is wrong with the engine just a dead battery um so we got that fixed this past weekend and I was driving my car the other day for like the first time in a long time and in my world where I existed it was 2 p.m but my car was telling me it was 4 30 and the first time I looked at my car clock I made a mental note of like, oh, that time is wrong. I should remember to change that. And maybe not even five minutes later, I'm still driving. I haven't stopped yet. I look at the clock again and I see that it's 4.30 and I think like, oh, that's great. It's it's almost time to like hang out. Maybe we can like watch a movie or whatever. And then I, then I realized I just have a really short attention span. <laughs> Do you have like no internal clock? No, no, I, I don't. I mean, that's why I can, like, easily stay up until 3, 4, 5 in the morning. That's so interesting. I can be dead asleep, and I will wake up, and I will guess the time, and almost 98% of the time, I'm, like, dead on. No. I wake up in the morning, again, like, without an alarm, and I think, man, it must be, like, 11.30 right now. And I look at the clock, and it's like, it's 8.45. I'm like, oh, okay. That's so interesting. I don't like it. But I also don't know anything different. Yeah. But you can tell, can you tell where you are in a room, like which direction you're you're facing or like if you're like you're in a school, do you know where like the front of the school? Do I know my cardinal directions? Yeah. Yeah. Or even, yeah. So I guess it's a trade-off. I see. Maybe. Yeah. Because I have no idea. Like in my house, I have to like take a second to think about, okay, that's the direction and like the front of my house and like. The front of my neighborhood is like this way, uh-huh. but I can't say if it's like east or west. Yeah, or like. that's funny. In a new place, like it does take me like a minute to to kind of like get those bearings down. But then after I do, I can I can figure it out. There are still times though that I I do that where I like have the little mental GPS and I get to have to like trace my steps out to like an intersection or whatever, and I'm like, okay, that's north. Um, but no, for the most part. Um, I can I can tell where I am in time and space. I was in grad school, so I was in the same building in the same classroom because we had the same like we had two classrooms that we spent our time in in mm-hmm. clinic, and and for like two years. And some of my classmates were like, okay, like that's east, that's west, like whatever. And I'm like, how are you doing that? And I'm like, I I couldn't even tell where the front of the building was in the room that I was sitting in. I was like, uh, I think it might be like this way. And they're like, no. <laughs> cool. Cool. Do you ever make mental escape plans? Like in the I event do. of an emergency, how? How would I leave? Yes, yeah. I have 
Yes, I do that every time I'm in a okay. new room. So you could like I can't navigate out of a building. You just couldn't say if you were facing which direction. Correct. Yes. Okay. That's good. Yeah. What would you do? Well, if I'm at my house, I have to grab my baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, and then depending on what the emergency is and where people or fire are in my home than mm-hmm. what I would do but there is a window in Logan's room um, that's pretty easily accessible so I can always go out of that and then I would have to um, jump a fence which mm. I'm prepared to do I know mm-hmm. that I can would I've you done it before hold the baby while jumping the fence so like that's kind of the thing um, I probably would have the adrenaline to be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he's not stable enough uh-huh. to like sit him up there or anything. Sit him up or like I wouldn't feel comfortable just like tossing him over. Yeah, he's <laughs> not like long enough to even just like reach him over and have him like stand on the ground. Yeah. Cause we, my gate is locked and so I can't just like, open the fit like the gate door yeah if i could even go out that direction Mm, yeah so yeah do you believe in karma in karma Mm -hmm. um it's not something that i like thought about like intensively but i think that like sure (laughs) like (laughs) I don't think if I, like, do something good, then that, like, gives me, like, good karma points or vibes or however, like, it works and that something good will happen to me. Mm-hmm. And that's not how, that's not, like, a reason why I do good things. Mm-hmm. Um, Just, like, I don't do good things to get in heaven. It's just, like, because that's, that's not how that works in my belief system. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I don't think, like, um, I don't think if you do something bad, then, like, something bad will happen to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it could, um, but I don't think it's like, oh, this something bad definitely will happen to you because you did this really terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think, like, hey, if you save some, like, a dog or something and give it back to a person, then, like, sure, some good things might happen to you. Um, yeah. I like the idea of karma and I don't I don't know it's kind of like with like ghosts and stuff it's like mm-hmm. yeah it could like there could be it and like people have had experiences and people believe in it and so like what am I to not right. but I'm not like yes definitely there's ghosts or no there's definitely not ghosts I guess I'm right. kind of like indifferent on it yeah like there's no like hard conclusive evidence to say yes or no it's like, okay, I can lean towards, like, yeah, that's probable. Yeah. I see it as, like, like a universal bank account, in a sense, but, like, not money, but more, like, energy. Like, if someone does, like, a kind gesture to you, then that leaves you feeling, like, more positive and optimistic and then, like, more willing to just naturally do a kind gesture to another stranger. And so you're just kind of like the like, pay it forward thing yeah. when someone pays for your coffee and then yeah. you. And so then like whenever something bad happens to you, then then it's I feel like that's like the power of 
like your own mindset to be able to mm. like not perpetuate it and to then like kind of get back onto like the positive or even like the neutral side of reactions or not reactions but like interactions yeah so you're not like causing someone to have a bad day because you had a bad day or you know like whatever it may be i can yeah i get with that because i mean i definitely your mood and things that happen to you definitely um affect you and your day and the people around you Mm -hmm. and so and if you're letting those things like affect your day to a certain degree then yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah I agree like if something like bad were to happen to me I don't think it would be fair or realistic to say like oh that happened because I said this like mean thing two weeks ago to somebody yeah but then there are times that things like that like can happen really quickly the reason that I asked was I mentioned like getting my car running recently Uh, we jumped the battery and I drove it around and then after a while we stopped at the grocery store got some groceries came back to the car and it was completely dead and it had to be jumped mm. again and I there I can't think of like what situation I was referring back to in my mind um but I, it was as if, like, I was trying to, like, connect it to something like, oh, this is because of this other thing that happened. But, like, mm-hmm. no, it happened because I didn't start my car for six months and the battery died. And because I went to the grocery store instead of just, like, yeah. going straight home. And then also, again, like, it being my choice of, like, I can get really upset right now, which won't be productive. Or I can figure out the situation and having like having hard days and like having difficulties in life is like part of the game. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. I, uh, I, people like I see people like, oh, someone like stole my car, or stole something out of my car. Like karma is going to like bite them in the butt or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they say. Um, but that's pretty much the only time I think about karma is when other people like bring it up. Mm hmm. But I don't ever really think about it in my daily life. Which, like, I guess I'm hesitant to say this because of, like, the thought of, you know, like, oh, I said this so that, like, two weeks from now this is going to happen. But, like, even the, I'm I'm trying to figure out, like, how I want to articulate this. Whenever, like, okay, so in that example, someone, like, steals something from my car and then, like, oh, I hope karma, like, gets them. But also, like, I hope... Like, I. that's like wishing bad on somebody. Mm, yeah. And I, like, I'm not going to pretend that, like, I never do that because that's not true. Um, it's something that, like, I have to be, like, very mindful to, like, prevent myself from doing sometimes. Yeah. But going back to, like, the posit- like the mindset thing, like, you can say, oh, I hope karma, like, bites them in their butt. Or, like, some people are like, I hope, like, like, they took, you know, something, they took, like, the change out of my console. Like, I hope they are able to, like, get resources that they n- need to, you know, mm-hmm. help prevent them from having to do this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even if it's just, like, teenagers. Because, you know, I feel like a lot of times, like, Kelby's told me stories about his friends in high school just randomly, like, going into people's cars and 
he's like, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. I'm going home. Mm -hmm. But like just maybe having, you know, some community action or people to like mentor them or finding something productive for them to do, you know, Mm because they were just doing it because they were bored. It makes me think of the there. There's a common response of like, oh, they clearly like needed it more than I did or something like that, especially whenever it is like money or even. I I had my car window broken into a few years ago and my car doesn't have a spare tire in it. It has it comes with a like an air compressor instead and the person who broke into my car stole the air compressor. Mm. And I was annoyed that I had to figure out how to fix the window and all of that. And then but then at the same time I'm like I'm I'm fine. Like my car will be fine. Yeah. And I guess it also makes me think back. We were talking about people stealing from the grocery store last week. And like, if a person is going to go to that length to steal food, just let them have it. Yeah. Just let them have the food. Like, what harm is it doing, really? Opening someone's unlocked car door and taking something versus like breaking into someone's window of their car is like a lot different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because those teenagers aren't doing that or right a lot of times about when i read things it's that someone's items got stolen from their cars because they left it unlocked mm-hmm. so it's just like so i feel like if you're willing to like break into someone's car not saying that it's justified but mm-hmm. um there's a lot more action and intent with that than just opening up a door yeah I know you you mentioned watching the um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So I haven't seen the I haven't seen the full interview yet, and I want to so badly. So I've been watching a bunch of different clips, and I did watch. Um, Oprah went on CBS the morning after the interview aired, mm-hmm. and she brought with her like a few exclusive clips that weren't part of the they were edited out of like the main interview and and so that was really cool um but they were really short but I've just I've been reading up on it and I'm honestly kind of like I'm kind of on the fence about what about okay the royal family is like a construct like it's just like one family that feels like i mean like the monarchy is just ridiculous it's very outdated and old-fashioned and steeped in a lot of like gross things in society and so i believe it whenever they say that it's a challenging environment and challenging just to put it lightly like I believe her whenever she says that like she didn't feel welcome there and like the the accusations um and like the bullying and stuff that she experienced the thing that is so fascinating to me though is I personally don't know if I would go to such lengths to make sure people knew that what other people were saying about me was not true okay so that's where I'm kind of like hmm it seems like you're expending like a lot of resources to try and convince me that they are lying about you, which makes me, it just like makes me skeptical. Um, but of course, like I'm never going to know the truth, but like, I feel as if like, if I yeah. just got my hands on the interview, I would have like a, I would have a better <laughs> idea. 
Um, one, I think you're really skeptical of like things in general. True. So, um, and hesitant to like believe things. Um, so I'm just saying that. And like again, I haven't seen the interview, but like that's kind of like your personality, so that doesn't mm-hmm. surprise. I am very me. skeptical. <laughs> um, but also like think about it. Like if someone was saying all of these things about you and you for Harry his whole life and then Megan going from being like free not like she was like a prisoner mm-hmm. but like she could control her own narrative and she could control what she wanted to do whenever she mm-hmm. wanted to going into this very like like you have to do these these things a certain way mm-hmm. and also getting like scrutinized all of the time and then making this really big decision to like that affects like their lives and you know it's everywhere um and to being able to also still control your own narrative again after not being able to i i understand why they did it mm-hmm. um and i mean because people are like you just like walked away from your family like megan must be this like horrible monster you weren't gonna do that before you met megan and like all this stuff um so i'd be like no like this is our story um and we're gonna choose how to tell it versus just and then also i get why they did it used to say that harry's relationship with his family like wasn't great beforehand anyway yeah you just didn't know because of all the rules (laughs) 100 skeptical you are correct so the 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 distinction or like the fact that it was made like abundantly clear that Harry's relationship with his grandma, Queen Elizabeth II, and his grandfather, Prince Philip, like the fact that those relationships are good and like they they wanted to make very clear that that was good. I find that like a really interesting thing because regardless of if like a family is royalty or not, family dynamics are really complex and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff at play. And Like, even if this family was not in the position that they were in and everything still happened the way that it did, I know that's kind of weird taking away, like, the royal aspect of it, but, like, take, um, like, Princess Diana and Prince Charles, for example, and, like, their relationship and how that all went down. Like, if that just happened in, like, a normal family, that would cause some tension. And I can see why the son and the father would have issues and then like the aunts and uncles could take sides and it could be very um ostracizing and then again like with the good relationship with the grandparents it's like okay yes she is the monarch but then at the same time like she loves her grandchildren and this is her like this is her second grandchild she's like they're tight and like yeah she's the queen but she also didn't ask to be the queen so it makes sense that she's like help like helping him sounds like the wrong word it it makes sense that she is supportive of his decision because he does he is in the position where he can make that decision I mean I guess even if he if he was like the firstborn he still could make the decision there would just I think be more drama attached to it Oh, yeah. But there's, like... So I was reading 
because I was reading about like the titles thing because mm-hmm. they mentioned mm-hmm. how like Archie wasn't going to get um, the title of prince. Mm-hmm. And um, the queen has other grandchildren that are not like in succession for getting the crown mm-hmm. like in immediate succession, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they have like two of her other grandchildren are uh women and their princesses mm-hmm. and but they're not um doing they're not like employed by the royal family to do royal family business right like yeah. they have like independent things kind of like prince harry but they never were like in that like immediate family of mm-hmm like the crown i don't really know the terminology so the i apologize succession. yes and so like i think it was more okay for them to you know go and do their own thing right versus like having that lineup being in the line of succession and then you know saying no to it mm-hmm. um and right. Also, it's hard like it's also hard if you don't have a supportive parent like no matter like what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. or um if you know people in your family aren't supportive of your spouse and people are like I can't believe you would just like walk away like even if Megan like the only reason why he did was because of Megan like that's his wife like right that is his wife and so like I would expect my husband to do the same thing to stand up for me and like if I was like you know compl- contemplating like suicide or being bullied and like all this stuff like yes I expect my husband to like help me get out of that situation and to come with me to mm-hmm. wherever I needed to go mm-hmm. and you know obviously our son and so like I'm like bye you guys obviously like haven't been in healthy relationships if you think that he should choose his family over his wife yeah but he made that commitment to so Mm -hmm. yeah i follow a few like royal accounts i follow on on instagram i follow um like basically the queen's account um and then the official account of the cambridges which is um charles charles name is it charles what's his name william william thank you and william Kate. and um catherine so oh catherine um, mm-hmm. um and william and catherine like one of their so this project that they did and it was they helped develop um like a hotline for children in the country who needed um they needed emergency intervention relating to like suicidal ideation and that sort of thing. Um, So they like helped develop this hotline for children. They just like within the past few days, it was, I think it was right before the interview happened, I believe. Um, But they were talking about the program and not like promoting it, but like sharing information about it so people could use it. And then whenever I heard about, like, the suicide stuff that Megan was mentioning, even something like that, it felt like almost like a, like a microaggression of, I, I can, like, vaguely see it from her, her point of view if, like, she was denied help 
and assistance in her time of need and then basically watching her in law not her in-laws but like watching her brother and sister-in-law yeah help with this program that's essentially like this I mean it is the same subject matter and it's like oh you're willing to help them but you weren't willing to help me and I'm like your family yeah been I've kind of like followed the royal family for for a while now like um about the time that William and Catherine got married and so it just kind of been interesting to like see everything develop almost because whenever the engagement of Harry and Meghan was announced people really really loved Meghan they were so excited that someone like Meghan was joining the family had such like a modern take on things and like she had a lot of advocacy about like women speaking their truth and being advocates and being in positions uh, to like help the world and then to just like see basically like the population like turn on her because of how they like as a couple decided to live their lives and then people are like oh but their crown like no f the crown yeah people like the idea of a strong independent woman until they start implementing and wanting to implement their ideas and be an actual strong independent woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so but yeah gotta watch that interview I just haven't really looked until even how to watch it. I'm oh. sure there's ways. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just if you have, if you have a premium account for CBS, you can watch it. Oh, okay, but it's not like it's not available for free right now because um, so Oprah's production company owned the footage and they sold mm. it for like seven million dollars or more than that. They sold it to CBS for millions of dollars. I mean, and this is like not new information about Oprah but like she's not playing favorites she's not just trying to like appease the person she's interviewing she's like no what's the truth like you tell me the answer the interview she did on CBS that following morning she was telling the anchors that because they were they brought up about what Harry and Meghan said about a family member speculating about the color of Archie's skin whenever he was going to be born And Oprah said, she was like, I wanted to know who, like, she was like, yes, I was looking to find out who it was. Who do you think it was? Who do you think? Who do I think it was? That's a great question. I hadn't thought about who I thought it was. Okay, I'm going to think right now. Do you have a, do you have, do you have a thought? I have a guess, but I know nothing about the royal family. So this is just like me just guessing. I think it was Charles. Oh, I can see that. He I don't seems know, like a like old white man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like, mm, yeah. Honestly, um, I don't really think about his like wife, but I don't know if she would have as much. I don't know. That I mean, she she w- she's she's who I think it would be. I feel like Charles would want to know. And okay, I can see Charles and Camilla having the conversation between themselves, and then, then Camilla, and then being around Megan. And Camilla, being the female, being, like, feeling as if, like, she was she more able to ask the question and get the answer. Mm-hmm. And then I can see what, Charles, like, what like, kind of answer? Like, what kind of answer did they expect Megan to give? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, the question is ignorant for, like, 
multiple reasons Mm -hmm. but like also like she can't predict the skin color of an unborn baby like no one can right so like the fact that you even like brought it up like i don't Mm -hmm. know i don't know and like why does it matter it doesn't no it doesn't matter I hate it. I hate it when people bring it, bring things up like that. Because, I mean, that doesn't happen just in the royal family, you mm-hmm. know? I'm sure it happens with lots of people who have babies that are multiracial or even. Yeah. So, I'm sure that happens in other families. Um, I had a dream that my baby was, like, really, really white whenever before um, I knew what he looked like. Um, but that... Is just like oh like people wouldn't realize that like he was my baby like if we were together mm-hmm. more, more of a like I wonder like how dark he's gonna be like kind of a thing um I think that's just kind of where that came that dream came from mm-hmm. but even where they're like oh I wonder like how tan the baby will be if they're like Italian or something like I, I think yeah. those questions are weird anyway um like it doesn't really matter um well and then even going back to like um not facial recognition but like what features favor Mm -hmm. like what parent of like oh who like whose eyes do you think he's gonna have like oh let's just wait let's just wait and then when people ask me that i'm like well my eyes are brown and kelby's are blue so probably brown Mm because it's dominant like i don't know i have two (laughs) eyes kelby has two eyes we're hoping for two eyes yeah but if he has more than that cool if he has less than that cool it matters for vision purposes how many eyes they have but well sure well (laughs) i was trying to think of something like less controversial but i mean it's all still like irrelevant i mean even like okay so these days people can have like that fancy sonogram thing where you can basically see like a 3d rendering of the baby in utero and you can get like a a vague idea of what their face looks like but then even like 10 years prior that technology didn't exist and all you had was like the fuzzy sonogram picture I think it's funny when people are like oh I'm so sorry like the baby looks nothing like you what? <laughs> like why are you like I've had people like tell me that before or like oh like, tell you that about your baby yeah or like oh like it sucks that he doesn't look like you or something weird or like oh yeah like he looks so much like his dad he doesn't look very much like you and I'm like okay like I don't know like I think it's weird when they apologize for it or like oh that must stink I'm like why would it stink really weird it's people and their social comments and interactions when you're pregnant and when you have a young baby is weird like it's weird even with women who have had babies recently i was talking to someone else who's currently pregnant right now um even women who have been through that experience Mm -hmm. still are the people that are like making those comments Mm. um not all the comments but like some of them in the weird behaviors i'm like you were pregnant and you had like a baby like why would you want why would you be the person saying these things to me um yeah or touching my belly like what um and so I'm like I think it's weird I'm like well one like he does kind of look like me um but two like also 
I don't care. Like, I don't care that he favors his dad more than he does me. Like, when I look at him, I just see his face. I don't yeah. see my husband's face. I don't see my face. I just see his face. Like, it's his, like, that's what he looks like. And also, he's he's a year old. Like, he doesn't even, like, he looks like what he looks like. But then, like, he doesn't even look like what he will look like. Look like exactly um but also doesn't matter like what he will look like right Um, i don't know what people like choose to focus on it's weird Mm -hmm. because i'm like i wonder what his personality will be like i wonder what his likes and dislikes will be which i'm sure Mm -hmm. people think about that too versus like honestly i I wonder what their skin complexion will be yeah if they're if they're Um, going for skin complexion oh which um, just recently, I learned about this um, tradition that is, it's a Korean tradition, dol, there's a longer word for it, dolchanchi, okay. D-O-L-J-A-N-C-H-I. Um, so, from my understanding, this is a celebration whenever the baby is one year old, and the baby is dressed in a traditional Korean outfit, and in front of them is placed a number of items. So whenever I learned about this, it was a bunch of different toys, but they were all toys like a ball, like a, not just like a normal, like a regular generic ball, but like a baseball looking ball. And then like, okay, like an inflatable hammer. So um, these items roughly relate to like vocations or interests and hobbies and Mm -hmm. so like these things are put in front of the baby and then like the tradition says that like what the baby grabs is going to um Mm -hmm. it's like a sign of like what the baby will do later in life I thought that was a really cool thing so like regardless of if it like comes true or not but kind of just like an just a really cool tradition of like celebrating this life because yeah like you were saying people will often compliment or like comment on complexion before I wonder who this person is going to be and so I feel like this tradition kind of honors like the person that this baby is yeah definitely this is probably an unpopular opinion and i don't mean to say these things because i know like you're gonna do what you're gonna do and there's nothing wrong with what you decide to do for you and your family Mm -hmm. but like um whenever i was pregnant people would ask me all the time like what the theme of my baby's room was gonna be Mm. and um i always thought that was such like a weird question i'm like i don't no like it's a room (laughs) um it's I guess we'll put some like orange and like gray and like blue things in there um (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I didn't want it just to be like a blue I think that's I think gender things like that is stupid Mm -hmm. but um I was like those are the colors of the thunder um Mm -hmm. and I like I love orange and I and navy complements orange Mm -hmm. and gray is a neutral and so like that's how I got to that mm-hmm. um but I'm like no I'm, it's not like a football themed room or a basket like who knows what he's gonna like so I don't want to put up all these things and he might hate sports like yeah. I don't 
my, I mean, my husband would be crushed if that happened, but like, he'll get <laughs> over it. Um, and so like, I don't know. I was like, I don't want to like buy all these themed items yeah. until I know what he likes. <laughs> right. Yeah. What he's into. And yeah. we probably won't really know that until he's like two or three. Mm-hmm. Because we, he likes all the things right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes being outside. He's a very like outdoorsy baby, and I'm not an outdoorsy mom. So, so what? <laughs> so what you can do for his room, um, you can so replace the carpet, put some sod down, <laughs> and then I think we can fit like a small tree in there, and then honestly, okay. probably just like get rid of the window. You can still keep the curtain to like block the sunlight, you know, <laughs> um, but just take the window out. Okay. So that way he can get a breeze. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And like he can just go outside whenever, and it's fine because the gate is locked. So he he can just like <laughs> like the backyard will become his room also. True. Mm-hmm. And then I think if I replaced his door with a garage door, he that's would a be good like idea. super happy. Yeah, that's he- a really mm-hmm. good idea. Cool. That's the theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just like every so ooh, and okay, whenever you like wake him up after a nap or something like you can like throw leaves on him or something oh yeah it's a nature themed room and again like not knocking anyone that decides to have a themed baby right. room because mm-hmm. i mean they are cute mm-hmm. um one i think that's a lot more like work mm-hmm. and then you have to like find all these things that match your theme and that's just a little bit more than what i want to do anyway yeah i like i would like to say that i'm like a minimal mom like I'm like, mm, minimal is like key, but I'm not. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. So many toys. <laughs> but I have some like ideas that fall into that category, but I wouldn't say that like that's my label. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like your motivation to be that. Like I love the idea of like pur- purging everything, but then when my husband won't let me mm-hmm. into like my baby like stuff so <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean he would like just like a couple of toys too which i do like rotate them so he doesn't get like overstimulated but well regardless of who he looks like he's a really cute baby and even if he wasn't cute he would be a cute baby i hear like people are like all babies are cute you know babies are all sweet and just need loving no matter what they look like so yes yes very much so a good little note to Leave our listeners with. <laughs> <laughs> All babies are cute. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Happy daylight savings time. Yeah, good luck with that, guys. Let us know how it is. And happy um what's that what's that holiday called? St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day. That next that's next week. Mm-hmm. It's on Wednesday. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>